what's up family it's coach josh with another daily play for you and today is tuesday so you know what that means theo tuesdays we're gonna talk about some theology truths and and things from the word of god to help us walk better with god to better understand him and today's main topic is how to better trust god's timing one of the top um videos uh, requested is how to better understand god's voice um who he is and his timing and so this video is going to give some maybe we'll do a three weeks or four weeks maybe we'll go deeper into points along these lines but today we're going to be talking about how to better trust this time before we get deeper into these points make sure you pause this video right now and go to my website iamunplugged.com forward slash worksheets and download today's worksheet because in this worksheet you'll see or have questions that will help you along this topic and as you come into this video make sure you subscribe if you haven't already hit the bell like comment share i would love to hear what you guys and gals are getting from this and if you're brand new to my channel i would love uh, to be a part of your walk with god and to help you better understand him and things along these lines but again let's get right to our main thought and today's uh main thought is this God's timing is all the time. My main thought for this session right here is that God's timing is all the time. And I have three talking points that I'm going to be going through thoroughly, but if, uh, quickly, thoroughly, and efficiently. Uh, these three points there are what is God's timing, when is his timing, and how to build trust in his timing. Again, three talking points for today's session. Today's video is what is God's timing, when is his timing, and how to build trust in and it's timing. And before I get into this video, make sure you go to the description box below. There are a lot of links and resources that will help you also with these points with your walk with God. But let's get right into the problem. Before I do, the main text that I really want us to process through today is Psalms 118 verse 24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Sometimes we think about the days we want him to do things, but this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. But let's get right into my problem. Many people, due to a lack of trusting God in his timing, either act before or beyond his timing and suffer the consequences of it. Many people, due to a lack of trusting God and his timing, either act before or beyond this timing and suffer the consequences of it. Like I said in previous videos, I talk about how it's very important to be in pace with God. That Proverbs 3 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge him. He'll make your path straight. The Bible also talks about there are many other plans in a person's heart, but it's the purpose of the Lord that prevails. It's very important that you really analyze and self-assess your level of trust in God because all of us have been guilty, including myself, many times over by being a person that goes beyond God or, uh, or tarries behind him. But it should be our goal to walk in step with him. Next week, I will probably talk about next Tuesday how to walk with God, how to walk effectively and walk in step with him. So we'll get into more of those points later. But the problem is that many people, due to a lack of trust in God or his timing, are either uh, ahead of him, beyond him, or behind him and suffer the consequences of it. If you want joy in your life, if you want peace, if you want a life that's 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 peaceful, that's efficient, that's enjoyable, it's best to always be in step with God and to trust him in his character and his timing. You trust him in his character and what he has already constructed from you. Now, the next phase, I have eight 
key points about God's timing. These eight points I've talked about over many years, and some of these are just new points that I got from my time with God as I was digesting and vibing with him with this topic. And so I have eight real solid points on what and when is God's timing. Let's get through it. Number one, God's timing. Let's talk about the definition of God's timing. God's timing is the perfect release of what was already before ordained to be released at a moment that benefits us and boasts of his glory. The definition that I have for God's timing is the perfect release, not the premature release, not the post-release, but the perfect release of what was already, not something that he's got to think about, not something that he's working on, but it is the perfect release of what was already before ordained to be released at a moment, at a moment that benefits us and boast of his glory. God loves you. He cares about you. He sees further up the road than you can. And his goal is, is to release things or to allow things on timers to release in the moment that both at the same time benefits you holistically. And people think that these things that they're acquiring will benefit them. No, these some of these things that we're asking for are going to break us, not benefit us. But God says, I have a perfect release for these things that I've already preordained for you to be released at a moment that benefits you holistically, benefits everything connected to you. So fellas, God is not going to bless you with something that's not going to benefit your wife or your children. Wives, he's not going to bless you with anything that's not going to benefit your family. He's not going to benefit you if it doesn't benefit your ministry, your calling, your career, your actual endeavors. He's not going to give you anything at a moment that he knows will break you. Therefore, he builds you into a mold that's able to handle at the moment of that thing's release. And also that boast of his glory. God is not sitting out here looking for glory just because it's because he deserves it. And because he knows that he's the only one mature enough and able to handle glory. We are not built to handle glory. We were built in a garden to handle glory, but because of sin coming in, we lost our ability to really handle that. But through the Holy Spirit, we're able now when glory comes our way to channel the glory where it deserves. But the, uh, the definition of God's timing is the perfect release of what was already before ordained to be released at a moment that benefits us and boast of his glory. The second point under this section is God is above time and is not at all affected by time. That's something you have to understand. God is above time, distant from time. Um, what, I, what I mean by distant from time, I'm talking about as far as effect, right? God is above time and is not affected by time. Nothing down here affects God in a way that's catching him off guard, that affects him emotionally. He already knows everything. God is above time. It is not affected by time. Everything in eternity is not affected by time. It's just not. And so that's understanding. That's something you have to understand when it comes to God's timing is that nothing in time affects him. He's not moved. Therefore, we should anchor ourselves in the one who doesn't move. So when things happen in time, we won't be moved. Like I said in previous videos, you will be able to endure various trials because, you know, various trials makes you versatile. It makes you in the proper mode to be able to manage when those preordained moments are released in your life for your benefit holistically and everything connected to you as well as boast of God's glory. Number three, what and when is God's timing? Number three, another point that goes with God's timing is God is not working things out. Hear me closely. God is not working things out. He has already worked things out. 
Everything is working towards what has already been worked out. That's something I understand. God is not working things out. He is still enjoying his rest since the day seventh of creation. The only other time that he worked was when he worked through his son. Now his spirit is working through us. But in regards to who he is in character and as far as tension or or ease or whatever or sweat, he's not working. God is not working things out. He has already worked things out for you. Everything has already been laid out. Everything has already been positioned for you. That's why we have to obey God. That's why I have to be in tune with God so that we can walk in the moments for those things to be properly released. God is not working things out. He has already worked things out. That should give you peace. That should put rest to your soul that God has already worked it out. He's not working it out. He's not doing it. He's already worked it out. That's what we have to understand. So that puts me in a disposition that says, you know what? All I got to do is enjoy the journey and walk with him. And then I will actually meet what has already been built for me to enjoy or to manage. That's why you don't have to make yourself available for a man. You don't have to pursue women prematurely. You don't have to start a career prematurely. All you got to do is get to know God in his voice and be able to be in pace and be in rhythm with him, knowing him like he says, my sheep know my voice and the stranger will not follow. And then you will be able to know his voice, say, you know what, I'm going to do this today. And then you fall right into what he has built for you. God is not working things out. He has already worked things out. Everything is working towards what has already been worked out. We are working towards what has already been built, what has already been established, what has already been done in the eyes or from the position of eternity. Things are manifesting the script that God has already written. You see what I'm saying? So we don't, if God is not caught off guard, we should be caught off guard. Nor should we make choices that will bring unnecessary consequences so that we won't be able to enjoy. That's why people ask this question like, well, can I mess up God's plans? The reason why God's plan and purposes don't change so that when you get to heaven, you can't say, God, uh, 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 why didn't you do this? He's going to be like, I, I, even, even though you did not get to where you were supposed to go, even though you was intended and created to enjoy, manage your Steward this. I still had the perfect plan laid out. Even though you did your own thing, we're talking about people who just really just jacked it up. God's going to be like, I, this. I'm going to have it laid out no matter what because my plans don't change. But now you, through your free will, you can fall into different categories and all these different things and God can still work things out because of his grace and mercy. But when it comes to his purpose, I want everything that God has preordained before I was formed in my mother's womb and a half. That's why even though I have made a lot of mistakes, I know now in my 34th year of life, I've learned in the last four years, especially in my 30s, I ain't, man, I ain't, I ain't budging if God ain't budging me. I, I'm walking with God because I want everything he has for me. I want to be working towards what has already been worked out for me from the beginning of time and especially from the cross of Calvary. I want to be able to have everything. And that's important for you to understand that choices matter. As you navigate life, God's original purpose for you and the path that you're doing are it's whatever. Either you're going to cross in and out or you're going to say, you know, I'm going to stick in line with it. But that should be your mindset. God is not working things out. He has already worked things out. Everything is working towards what has already been worked out. God's timing is more like God's time release. When it's God's timing, that's when that thing has been quickened to be released for you. That's God's timing. So that's kind of gives some clarity there. Another point that I have is uh, uh, God's timing is a brief gap between, oh, I'm ahead of myself. 
Where am I at? Okay. We must work out towards what's worked out. That's what's important. We must work out. Like, I'm going to work out my own salvation with fear and trembling. I'm going to work out things out of me. Allow the Holy Spirit to work things out, out of me, so that I can work things into, ex not into existence, but work things in accordance to what was preordained for me to do, so those things can be manifested. Um, and last but not least, I want you to understand, theological, theologically, is that we are working from, not for. I don't want you to get the mindset that you're working for God's love, that you're working for God's forgiveness, that you're working for this or working for that. You are working from, you have been inspired by his love. You have been moved and inspired by his mercy. You have been moved and inspired by his grace. You have been moved and inspired by his, by his consistency and his faithfulness towards you, which then puts you in a disposition that says, because God has been so good to me, I got to give him my best. Because God is so consistent with me, I got to be consistent. And that's the mindset that I want you to understand when it comes. I'm not sitting there saying that you're working for salvation, working for God's attention. You are, you had God's attention before your attention was given to him. For the Bible says no man seeks for God. It was because of God's goodness that you was drawn to repentance. So God had you, God had you on his mind before you had him on his mind. So I want to make sure that you understand that from that theological premise. Number four, God's timing is perfect. God's timing is perfect, and in order to walk in his perfect timing, we must be in step with him. God's timing is perfect. It will not come a day sooner, a second sooner, or it won't be a second delayed. I promise you, God's timing is perfect. So in order for me to walk into God's perfect timing, we must be in step with him. And that's a process. I'm not sitting there saying you're going to walk perfectly. Um, you might have to be carried. You might have to catch up. You might have to slow down. Life is about a rhythm. We're not sitting there saying, so you expecting me off the gate, coach, to be in step? No, no, no. I'm just saying um, get in step. Uh, if you, you, It's all about self-assessing. It's all about letting the spirit lead. I know when I'm ahead of God, I feel impulsive. I feel pressured. I feel unnecessary zeal, the overflow of zeal. I know when I'm behind God, when I feel nervous, when I feel afraid, when I start procrastinating. I know when I'm in step with God, when I'm in rhythm with him, when I've been talking to him, when I've been reading, when I've been engaging, when I've been fellowshipping, then you get into a phase, a zone where you in step with God and things start clicking. But the moment you start diverting your attention away from him and start looking more at the path and start looking more at the the elements and start walk, caring more about the prize more than the person you're walking with, then you start getting faster with impulsiveness. Then you start slowing down due to insecurities and inadequacies. And then you find yourself out of step. But it should be our goal to always at least one, once a week or if not once every two days or so to say, let me assess myself. Am I ahead of God right now? Am I behind God right now? Where am I right now? The, the, the days you go and the weeks you go without self-assessing and allowing the spirit to lead you, you will be out of step with God. You will suffer consequences. And then God's perfect will kind of gets ahead of you. And then you kind of miss those time release things because in being in step with God, you grow into maturity. God's timing is perfect. And in order to walk in his perfect timing, we must be in step with him. Your goal every day is to be still and to walk in accordance to his pace. And we'll talk more next week, Lord willing, next Tuesday. Tuesday about how to effectively and efficiently walk in step with God. Let's keep going. Number five, God's timing is all the time. You know, we talked about when is God's timing. God's timing is all the time. There is always purpose for every moment. 
We get so caught up on God's timing for our marriage, God's timing for promotion, God's timing, but God's timing is all the time. There is something he wants you to do now in, in accordance to, in comparison to, in conjunction with what you deeply desire to enjoy. You have to say, you know what, uh, let me make sure I find out God's will now. We, we like the capital W will. We like the capital uh, T timing, but we don't care about the time now. Am I in step with God? Am I in his will? God's timing is all the time. If you distract yourself for a moment in the future, you'll mismanage the moment now. God's timing is all the time. There is always a purpose for every moment. I have right here, obedience opens opportunities. If you want the things that God has for you to be released, you got to walk in obedience. And, and, and many of us were like, well, God don't really talk, but he has already spoken his word. Practice obeying what the word says. You see what I'm saying? Practice obeying what the word requires you to do. Be a doer of the word and a hearer only deceiving yourself. Because obedience opens up opportunities. If you're in the will of God, if you're in the place of God, and if you're in step with God, <laughs> obedience comes, favor opens, etc. Let's keep going. Number six, you better prepare for God's timing by, uh, you better prepare for God's timing by understanding season, timing, season, or preparation, promotion, uh, prudence, right? You better prepare for God's timing. See, the, the, the essence of this moment is to prepare for Ed the next moment. This moment is for me to be in position for the next moment. God, uh, you better prepare for God's timing by understanding this formula. Season, timing, season, or the other formula, preparation, promotion, prudence. What I mean by that? Life goes in a rhythm of season, timing, season, or preparation, promotion, prudence. Um, there's, there's seasons... Uh, there's God's timing is, is, is in between two major seasons. The two major seasons of life is the season of preparation and the season of prudence. Season of prudence means I'm able to steward what I've been preparing for. God is not going to release anything that you are not in, uh, not the person able to be prudent over it, to steward it, to keep it. God's not going to send you a man, a husband, if you're not a prudent woman. He's not going to send you a wife if you're not a prudent man. He's not going to send you anything from heaven's, uh, 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 heaven's domain. You see what I'm saying? Corporation. He's not going to send anything to you like that. Now, you can settle for a man. You can settle. You can go ahead of God and get you a man. You can go ahead of God and get you a woman. You can get behind God and extend your singleness prematurely. Uh, extend, extend your singleness uh, 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 just, just because. But if you really want to be in the will of God, you say, this moment right now, I'm going to prepare. If, if this is what I want in my life, if I want to be married, if I want to have godly seed, if I want to be successful, if I want to have money and be wealthy and, and, and have money to generation, generationally pass down and inheritance for my children's children. If I want a legacy, if I want to be known as a man of God, or if you want to be known as a woman of God, you prepare now for it. If that's what you want, show God. Don't tell God. Tell God once and, and tell him through your actions. Show God, listen, I'm going to keep showing you that I'm ready for that timing. And I, but, but because I'm being ready by you, you better prepare for God's timing by understanding season, time, season, or preparation, promotion, prudence. Pr promotion is only this much. Is this long? You got a promotion on Friday at your job. You want a position on Monday. Promotion usually only lasts a matter of minutes and days 
or months, depending on moving cities or, except, or, or whatever. But promotion, we get so caught up on a moment of promotion that we forget that we got a long season of prudence with it. So you got a beautiful wedding. You've been promoted to ma a marriagehood, but you you don't you 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 promoted yourself. You didn't do nothing with your singleness to prep you for it. You you got the job, but you can't keep the job. The goal is not to get it, but to keep it. You better prepare for God's timing by understanding season, time, and season, or preparation, promotion, prudence. I have here, God's timing or promotional release is a brief gap, brief, even if it's weeks or months, it's a brief gap between preparation and prudence. You will be, you, you will be in these seasons longer than the moment of promotion. So treat them respectfully. Treat them in accordance. If you know for a fact that marriage is the real deal, managing major amounts of money is a big deal, being a management or being in management of being a, 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 a under shepherd over a church or, or to have businesses and being successful, you got to take preparation very seriously and you got to put some respect on prudence that I got to make sure preparation will determine my level of stewardship, that I want to keep this. How bad? It's not about how bad you want to get it or have it, it's about how bad you want to keep it. Number seven, each season seasons. Mm, each season season. You are seasoned by seasons. Each season season. It adds, each season adds a new flavor to you. So you got to embrace every season because it adds another flavor to your life. That when your wife bites from you, when your husband bites from you, it's not bland. It's not just, oh, I don't have no taste. It has no, no, no uh, flavors that tickles the taste buds. You see what I'm saying? When your kids uh, and people bite from your life, what flavor do they have? Can they taste the season from 96? Can they taste the season of 2006? Can they taste 2016? Can they taste the seasons? And know that this person's ready. This person has been marinated. This person has been in the freezer, refrigerator. It's been soaking up the flavors of these seasons. So now you're no longer just the 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 meat. You're now the the, the flavoring of that meat. See, chicken by itself is chicken, but when it's in lemon pepper, it becomes lemon pepper chicken. When chicken's by itself is just chicken, but when it gets into teriyaki, its name changes. When you get into God, when you get into Him, your name change. You go from being Blow Joe, you go from being Susie Sue to being a child of God. And now you go through these various trials that seasons you. And so when people bite from you, oh, you ready for this? Yeah, you've been properly cooked. You've been properly marinated. You're ready for this level of life. Each season, season, seasons, it adds a new flavor to you. So embrace your singleness. Soak it in. Soak in the flavors. Bask in the brine. Let, let the flavorings get in you. Yes, God's going to sit you in a fridge for some years so that that flavor can get in you. So when people bite from you, they'll be like, you know what? This thing was marinated well. I have also here, be salted, not salty. So many people are salty about the season they're in. And they're wondering why they're no, they're no good for anyone. You have to be salted, not salty. Let's keep going. Number eight, we got here. Number eight, it shouldn't be about what you are waiting on. It should be about what you are working on. It shouldn't be about what you are waiting on. It should be about what you are working on. You distract yourself through your work. If you look at a clock and you're waiting for God's timing and you're waiting for that moment, 
You wasting time from working. This is working time. Change your turn your waiting room into a workout room. You see what I'm saying? Don't just sit there and wait and looking at the looking at the weights. No work. It shouldn't be about what you're waiting on. It should be about what you're working on. You must match in weight what you are waiting on. You have to match in weight. Meaning, you a husband, you have to be a husband before you even pursue your wife or before you marry her so that you can balance the weight of marriage. You have to be the weight of marriage. You have to be the weight of a millionaire. You have to be the weight of, of whatever that you're waiting on. So instead of waiting on it, I'm going to increase my weight. And as I'm waiting on God, serving him, they that wait upon the Lord, not wait on him sitting back, waiting on him, but wait on the Lord means, God, what you need from me today? I'm waiting on you. You need what? How you like to shake and a stir? Do you like creamy or coffee or not? God, do you even drink coffee? Do you want tea? What do you want? I got you. As I'm waiting on God and serving, I begin to grow in the weight that's able to balance what I'm waiting on. You must match in weight what you're waiting on. If you're low in weight, you want to be flung off. Marriage will fling you off into another world. You see what I'm saying? Money will just fling you off into another world. But if you match in weight, you will be able to balance out and you will be balanced as you manage that phase of your life. Now, let's get into how to build your trust in God's timing. It's, and I have right here, it's either must trust or trust rust. It's either must trust. You got to get in a place where I, must, I got no choice but to trust God. I must trust him. Not, well, my trust rust in him. And what I mean by that, your trust rusts away in him and you begin to trust in other things for your sufficiency. Now, five things I spell trust, T-R-U-S-T, how to build your trust in God's timing. Number one, you got to build trust in God through observing his track record. In order to build trust in God's timing and, and being ready for it, you got to build trust in him and you build trust in him by fellowship and when you get to know God, then you will understand yourself better and you will understand why the season is what it is. Build trust in God through observing his track record. Look back in the past. If you want to trust his faithfulness forward, track his faithfulness backwards and say, you know what? He has been faithful to me. I remember when he came at this moment, it was at this time the devil tried to do this. And at this time, this came into my life. If, if he did it before, he'll do it again. How to build a trust in God's timing T, build trust in God through observing his track record. When you trust a person, you'll trust his timing. If you try to if you try to trust his timing before you trust a person, your trust will rust. Number two, how to build your trust in God's timing are renew your thinking. Renew your thinking on time and preparation and realize that you have no choice if you want what's best. Renew your thinking on time, knowing that time is of the essence. That if I manage this time, I'll be better to enjoy the next time. You renew your thinking on time and preparation. You know what? Like for me, it was probably about seven years ago when I said, you know what, Josh, if you want to be great, if you want to be effective, you can't just coast through life. You got to be constructive with your time. You can't have no gaps in your time. You can't have no idle time if you want to be great. You can't have no idle time if you want legacy. You can't have idle time if you want to cast a bunch of crowns at Christ's feet. You got to renew your thinking on time. Like, you know, time is more valuable. You can get a lot of things back in life, but you cannot get wasted time. And you have to realize that you have no choice. If you want what's best, you have no choice but to trust God's time if you want God's best. So if you want God's rest, like the rest, whatever, he, well, he found something in the closet for you, then cool. But if you want God's best, 
You have no choice because trust is timing. Number three, how to build trust in God's timing. You remove all, uh, uh, remove all ulterior motives. Remove all, <laughs> I always trip over that word. Remove all ul- ulterior motives. You can't manipulate or move God. So you got to get that out of your heart. If you really want to trust God's timing and be ready for it, you got to get what get out of you all the wrong motives. You got to say, man, I can't have these ulterior motives towards God because I can't manipulate God and I can't move God. And what I mean by moving God, forcing him to do something for me. Once I came into realization that I humble myself before your feet, Father, I, I have no choice but to trust you. Why am I trying to go to church and try to pay tithes and try to do all these different things for a quicker ride? What? You can't move God. You can't pay God off. You can't slide money to the table for God and make him do things for you. You can't blackmail God. You can't You can't manipulate God. So you might as well get it out of you and let that rust away. Let that get out of you. And that will help you build your trust in his timing. Number four, how to build your trust in God's timing? Seek God's will for your life now and steward it. Don't worry about the timing that you want something. Seek his will right now. Now, S, seek God's will for your life right now and steward it. Because in doing so, you set yourself up for the next level. Obedience on this level will determine the obedience in the next level. Your faithfulness on this level will determine your faithfulness on that level. God's faithfulness doesn't change. We just got to make sure ours don't change. Last but not least, how to build your trust in God's timing? Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Thrive in the moment as you move towards the moment you and he desire. They that delight themselves in the Lord, he'll give the desires of their heart. No other desires will he give. You, your desires must be brought into the light. And when you bring your desires into the light and has been uh, pruned and, and put through the fire, and now you begin to see who God is and you begin to delight in him, then you will actually receive what he has already predestined for you to receive in his perfect timing and release for you because he tr- He knows that you love him. So don't think about it. Thrive in the moment. Enjoy God in the moment. And then before you know it, you're going to look up and you're going to look out and you're going to be seeing what God has been previously ordained and has set for you in your life. I hope this message was a blessing. I hope it gave you some understanding quickly because we're going to talk about how to walk with God next Tuesday. So these videos, depending on how God leads, is going to kind of go together to help you better understand God's time. But God's timing is perfect. God's not moved by time. Time moves because he moved and and, 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 and you got to trust him. So I hope this gave some in, uh, some insight, but I have activities for you. Your life or activity is take some time today to really process where you are in relation to trusting God's timing as well as being prepared for utilize the worship below to do so. I want you to assess, am I beyond God or am I behind God? How's your trust in God? How's your trust in his timing? And I have all, oh, man. Yep. I have a lot of point. I have a lot of stuff I need you to do. Uh, track tracking uh, God's track record to build your trust in a reflection page. So go to my website right now, download the worksheet, and I pray it's a blessing to you. And uh, links in the description box below in the comment section for books and resources that will benefit you and help you. Like I said before, these daily plays are to help you really execute the plays that God wants us to play so that you can be effective in all your way. I love y'all. I see y'all next time. Like I always say, run to play well, my friends. I'll see you next time. Thank you.